Good afternoon, Facebookers. We are here again on today, and this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good, and he is worthy to be praised. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know. I'm just excited because God is good and he is worthy to be praised. I am excited about the Bible study lessons. I'm excited about what God is doing in, our, in my life, in your life. I am excited about the testimonies that have been coming through. And I know some of you probably cannot even believe it, but I'm telling you, God is moving in people's life. He is moving. He is doing it. And I'm so glad about it. I am. I am. I am. I am. I am so glad what God is doing. And if some of you don't understand what God is doing, you need to wake up and realize that God has you. He has you. He definitely has you. Amen. And so y'all come on in. Um, we got five minutes to get well you have five minutes to get your bibles your notepads your pens if you are at work listening praise god if you are at home watching praise god i thank you all for tuning in i thank you all for following me as i follow the lord i thank god that he has given me the boldness the confidence to teach bible studies straight from the word of god not just giving my opinion not just giving my advice, not just giving my suggestions, but giving you the word of God. Amen. And so we are in, those of you who may be watching for the first time, we are in the book of First Kings. And I mean, it has been great. It has been great. If you have been following from day one, let me just give just a small, tiny recap. Let me go all the way back to the beginning, just a little bit. I just want to tell you just a little bit. Um, day one, we did discipline. You need discipline. You need discernment. You need direction. And then, um, then we went, and I was able to talk to you about the charge. Um, you need a charge, um, which is the Great Commission. Um, what condition are you in? That's bringing opposition. And then we, and then I talked to you about the conspirators, recognizing who's for you and who's against you. And we were learning about all of that from. Uh, Adonijah, amen. And so then we moved in to now we were on chapter three on yesterday and we talked about you need wisdom. So as you can see on today, we're going to talk about are you organized? Are you organized? Are you organized? Good afternoon, Sonika. Good afternoon, Rachel. Good to see you all on here. And a lot of times we think, do we really need to be organized? Yes, it doesn't matter if you have a ministry, but if you are, if you have a family, if you're a wife, if you're a mother, if you are a, a CEO of a company, you need to be organized. You need to know, um, I can let me flip my page, get to my notes. You need to know, do you know who's in place? Do you know who they are? Do you know what they do? When you have a business, when you have a ministry, you need to know who's in place. You need to know who's running your finances. You need to know who's over the marriage department. You need to know who's over the children's department. Do you know who's in place? Are you organized? And I am so glad my bedroom ain't organized. Honey, I don't, 90% of this world, I don't think anybody's bedroom is, is organized because me, myself, Rachel, I can literally clean my room from the top to the bottom, inside and out, under and over. And it'd be like a few days later and it's looked like I haven't even touched it, right? And that's just how some of us are. But then you have those people who is very organized. Um, I have a friend that's on my Facebook page and who I know her son used to be a part of our, um, our, um, our um, children's camp, summer camp. And she now has a business where she goes into your home and she organizes your house. She organizes your bedroom, your bathroom, your living room, your, you know, your whole entire house. She will bring organization into your home because some of us, we don't organize. Everything is everywhere. You got, look, I have bottled water. 
I have my cell phone holder. I have my little radio thingy. I have my stapler, my a book. Look, I got makeup. Like I literally in my little cubicle hole right here. Everything that I need is right here, but it's not organized, but it's organized according to my organization. But somebody else will come in and be like, oh my God, everything is just so cluttered. Everything is just so out of place. So you have people that are some great organizers and then you have people who are not great organizers, who some may say it's cluttered, but I say, no, it's my space. I know where it is. If I need to go grab it, I can go and just grab it, right? If somebody comes in and cleans up this area, then I'm looking for all of my stuff. Why? Because I put it where I put it and where I need it to be, right? And so, right, life organization is so important. It takes so much discipline. Pray for me. <laughs> Danica, pray, listen, we praying for each other, right? We are praying for each other because again, we all don't, we're all not organizers. But I was reading this. I was reading um I was reading this and sorry I got distracted, but I was reading and studying, of course, and you know, I was like, man, you know, Solomon was a very wise man. And he was able to put people in place. And so here we are. Oh, well, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's just like when we have children and we're looking for a godparent for our child. Or we're looking for somebody that can stand in the gap for us when we're not here. You know, legally in, in the old time, and I don't know if it's still today, but a godparent was given the responsibility of your child when you legally and when i say legally that means you know when you go to the church and you have um your daughter or your son being baptized and you put godparents in place that's that's a legal document so if something was to happen to you your godparent could step in and take over the responsibility of raising your children and that's just what a godparent is a godparent is someone that's teaching the same thing you are teaching someone for your child to go to if they're not able to come to you i don't know why i'm here but in reality that's what organization is all about or putting people in place um by the skill that they are able to do and so here solomon had cabinet members he was putting people in places where they need to be because of because of the position that he was in so who is he he was king over Israel, right? So just want to put that out there. So um, we're now seven minutes in. So if you have shared this to your pages, um, thank you in advance. If you haven't shared this to your pages, please do. Um, that's what I'm doing right now um, because I'm not going to tell y'all to do something and I'm not going to do it either. So, and I know you're like, but it's yours. I know, but I like to share it anyway. Why? because everybody is not on my page people that's on my page may not be on your page people on your page may not be on my page so you may have family members and friends that you may have regular conversations with and i may say something that's very um very thought provoking or encouraging or whatever and y'all might have been having a conversation about it and you just want to share it over to your page so that they can see you know what's been said or what needs to be said so i just want to thank you all in advance for those who have um you know shared it you know to your groups and everything of that sort so i'm going to continue to do this here and um and then we're going to go and i'm going to go ahead and pray and then we're going to go ahead and get started amen and so again i thank you all for tuning in um it does it, it does my it does my my soul good to know that um, I have people that interact um, with Bible study. And that's why I had put it on here, you know, like, share, comment, and say amen, because God has called me to sound the alarm, to let people know why you have to organize, to let me know why organizational skills is a great thing, is a good thing. Everybody doesn't believe that, and that's fine. But like Tanika said, like I said, pray, 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 because at the end of the day, we need organization. We need to be organized. We need to be organized. Nothing more 
nothing less. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pray. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. So, Lord God, I thank you for this afternoon that I'm able to come once again to give what thus saith the Lord. God, I thank you for the teachings on today. God, I thank you for covering me and keeping me. God, continue to let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be a central unto thy side, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, continue to bless those who are watching on today, Lord God. Continue. <coughs> Excuse me. Continue to bless them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord God. God, let the um let their heart be encouraged. Let their mind be encouraged. Let them open up their minds to, to new things, to new avenues, to new opportunities. Allow them to be organized. Allow them to organize some things in their life, whether they or, whether they need to organize their household, whether they need to organize their marriage, whether they need to organize their personal lifestyle, whether they need to organize their children, their finances, whatever it is that needs to be organized in their life for someone else's life, allow them to do that. Your word tells us that we must worship you in spirit and in truth, Lord God. Your word also tells us that we are to do things decently and in order. And Lord God, in order for us to do that, we need to know who we are um, working with. We need to know who's working with us. We need to know who they are. We need to know what they do. We need to know how to put them in that position. We need to know what place they need to be in. We need to know their skills. We need to know their ability. We need to know who they're for and who they're not for. We need to know if they're on the same page as we are. We need to know if they're seeing the same vision that we see. So God, in this on this Bible study on today, the Bible study brunch, Sounding the alarm. We need to be organized. So God, continue to give us patience and endurance. Continue to give us the right and the wrong. Continue to allow us to see the good and the bad. Continue to give us the spirit of discernment. Continue to increase it in the mighty name of Jesus. So God, we rebuke all negativity. We rebuke all naysayers. We rebuke anything or anyone that's trying to come against your word, that's trying to come against your people. So God, we bind up the hands of Satan. Satan is the father of lies. And so God, give us the, the, the gift of discernment so we can recognize the lies. We can recognize the manipulation. So God, I thank you. I love you. I bless your name. I glorify you because God, you are God almighty. You are the first in the last year, the beginning and the end. You are our organizer. You are our mind regulator. You are our heart fixer. You are who you are to us. Whatever we need you to be for us in our life, be that for us, God. Be our comforter late in the midnight hour. Be our help when we're feeling weak, Lord God. Be our strength when we're feeling weak, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, strengthen us in our walk. Strengthen us in our ministry. Strengthen us in our organizational skills. Strengthen us to be the great leader. Strengthen us to be able to organize some things in our life. Strengthen us to be able to organize some people in our life. Strengthen us, Lord God, so we can recognize the order. We can recognize the cleanup. We can recognize the clutter we can recognize what needs to be put in place oh god hallelujah thank you jesus we can recognize who you are in our life so god we thank you we love you. we bless your name lord god we glorify you because you are the head of our life you are our life so god i thank you for this bible study on today i thank you for this lesson on today so God, allow somebody to be encouraged and to know that Solomon might have made some mistakes, but he was a man of wisdom. And so God, we want to be that woman of God, that man of God of wisdom, that we can know how to organize our lives. And God, we thank you. We love you. We bless your name. We glorify you. And in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, I pray. We pray. And we all say, amen. Amen. Bless you. Um, elder kids on today. Bless you, woman of God. Thank you for tuning in. And so I want to thank you all again, 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 that you are on with me on today. Cover me in prayer. Keep me in your prayer. Amen. But we are on chapter four on today. And I thank God for the lesson on yesterday because Lord knows I could have went way, 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 way farther with these two women that Solomon had to show his first assignment and handling and being able to judge between who did this child belong to. Amen. So on today, we're talking about 
are you organized? So I have been called, I have been chosen, I have been appointed, I have been anointed to, to, to sound the alarm. And so I'm sounding the alarm on today. God, I thank you. I'm sounding your alarm on today. Are you organized? So right here in chapter four, first Kings chapter four. Bless you all. First Kings in chapter four. And it reads, so King Solomon was king over all Israel. And these were the princes which he had. Now, I, these names, listen, these names, I'm going to say them to the best of my ability. I am not perfect in sounding out these names. So I will do the best that I can. But if you have your Bibles, you can read and study and follow along with me, whether you're in the King James Version, the NIV, the, the NKJV, whatever. Just bear with me as I read these names. Amen. So Azariah, the son of Zadok, the Elihoreth and Aya, the son of Shisha, scribes, Jehoshaphat, the son of Ialu, the recorder, and Beniah, the son of Jehoda, was over the host, and Zadok and Abathar were the priests. And Azariah, the son of Nathan, was over the officers, and Zabud, the son of Nathan, was principal officer and the king's friend. And Ahashar was over the household. And Adonriam, the son of Ad Abda, was over the tribute. Verse 7, and Solomon had 12 officers over all Israel, which provided victuals for the king and his household. Each man his month in a year made provision. And these are their names, the son of Hur and Mount Ephraim, the son of Dekar and Machaz and Eshabim and Beth Shemesh and Ellen Benishanin, the son of Hesed and Arubeth, to him pertain Sukkah and all the land of Hefer, the son of Abinadab and all the region of Dor, which had Tapheth, the daughter of Solomon, to wife. Benna, the son of Alalu, to him pertain Tanak and Megiddo and all Bethshin, which is by Zartana, beneath Jezreel, from Bethshin to, Ab, to Abel Mehula, even unto the place that is beyond Jokneum, the son of Geber and Ramath Gilead, to him pertain the towns of Jar, the son of Manasseh, which are in Gilead. To him also pertain the region of Argob, which is in Bashan. Three score great cities with walls and brazen bars. Now, for some of you who do not know what um, three, great, three score is, each score is a 20. So 20, 40, 60. So there were 60 great cities with walls and brazen bars. Uh, Ahinadab, the son of Ido, had Manam. And Ahimaz was in Naphtali, who also took Basmath, the daughter of Solomon, to wife. Benah, the son of Hashi, was in Asher and in Aluth. Jehoshaphat, the son of Perua, in Issachar. Geb, I mean, Shebi, Shimi, the son of Eli, in Benjamin. Geber, the son of Uri, was in the country of Gilead. In the country of Sion, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan, and he was the only officer which was in the land. Now, I'm going to stop right there at 19, because I want you all to understand that these were the cabinet members. Now, let's look at it this way, okay? Let's look at it um, in layman. Let's look at it in the natural. I have, I'm a wife. I have a husband. I have a grandson. I have children. I have a daughter that lives here in the house. And so each one of us has a name. My name is Serena and I am the wife of Bishop. Bishop is my husband. He is the father to Ashley. Uh, Jacob is our grandson. So his grandfather is Bishop and Serena and his parent is Ashley. So these are how you identify who the people in this house is so in in one group we are called a family so in this family each person has a responsibility the husband the father 
So let's stick with the husband. The husband is to provide for the family. The husband is to organize how the household financially is to go. Then you have the wife. The wife is to the husband. The wife is to make sure that the husband is taken care of. The wife prays for the husband. The wife covers the husband. The wife takes care of the husband's needs. She also takes care of the household. She takes care of cooking and cleaning and providing for the children. So then you have the grandchild. He is to the, the, the grandparents. He's been adopted into the family. Even though he's a grandson, now he's a son. But his responsibility is to make sure he does his chores. What is his chores? He keeps his room clean. Once, once a day, he washes the dishes. He takes out the trash every morning before we go to school, before he goes to school. Then you have the daughter. She also takes care of the son, which is Jacob. He has a name. So each person is organized in that area that's been called to do that thing. Good afternoon, Mo. Good to see you on here. So what you have to understand is we've all been given a name and a title. That means we have been given our name is not our title. Our name is who we are. Our title is what we do. Can I say that again? Our name is who we are. Our title is what we do. And when we are organized, we stay in our lane to make sure those things that we have been given to work to do is make sure that it's organized and doing it. Amen. Amen. So that's just in short. So here, Solomon has these cabinet members that has been given some responsibility and, and the names of or who they are and their title is what they do. Amen. So here it says that Solomon was well organized with 11 princes with specific responsibilities and 12 officers, one for each tribe and a general manager. Each person had a specific responsibility or territory to manage. The wife is given a specific responsibility. The husband is given a specific responsibility. The child is given a specific responsibility. A grown adult is given a specific responsibility. In order for you to be organized, in order for the house to be organized, each person must do their responsibility. Lord, help me, Jesus. Good afternoon, Pastor Davis. So I hope you have, I hope you are able to understand that building a solid foundation, you need organization. You need organized organizational skills. You need to know how to organize. You need to know how to put each person in place. You need to know how to put each person in a position for that place, that responsibility to be done. Lord, help me, Jesus. Good afternoon, Kiana. So what, what does that mean? That means that this organization was established to maintain the government's effectiveness. It was a wise move, but a wise man. In order for you to make wise decisions, you have to make sure that whomever you put in position, whomever you put in place, that they have the right skill to organize what needs to be done. You need to make sure that they're able to handle the responsibility. What happens when someone is out of order? My God, everyone has a role to keep things afloat. That's right, Brother Mo. Let me tell you what happens when someone is out of order. When someone is out of order, things begin to fall apart. Things begin to shift. Things begin to go into the wrong order. Things begin to go into the wrong hands. You wasn't on here earlier, but I stated earlier that I have my own cubicle where I do my work, but I'm not a great organizer. So where my things are, it may be, it may be out of order for someone else, but for me, it's in order. Somebody else may call it clutter. I call it my personal space. And where I put my things, I'm able to get to it. Amen. So, but what happens when you are running a business? 
what happens when you are running a ministry because there's a lot of people that came there's a lot of entrepreneurship that came out of 2020 amen so but if you're not an organizer if you don't know how to put people in place it's going brother mo it's going to be out of order because you don't have listen if i don't know how to do tattoos if i don't know how to be creative if I don't know how to follow a design and you called me to be the receptionist and be the receptionist, I need to stay in my lane because this is your organization and this is your business. So you have to make sure, as I said earlier, do you know who's in place? Do you know who they are? Do you know what they can do? And in order, in order for you to put things in order so that they won't be out of order, you got to what? Try they skill. You gotta see they work. You gotta know who they are. That means why? That what does that mean? I need to do some background checks. I need to I need to pull some references because you told me that you were an artist, but as I'm looking at your work, you're not organized. You got stuff all over the place. And my business is very important to me. I value my business. I value my organization. I value what I have going on. And if you are out of order and you ain't got your things in place and you are in this position, but you don't have an eye for design, you don't have an eye for creative. I just saw your work. Who are you? Who are you? You told me that you were able to do these things. So I trusted you. I believed you. But I'm here to tell somebody on today, prove their work. Prove their work. Prove that they can that prove that they are organized. Prove that they can handle their responsibility. If you call me to be a receptionist, I'm not gonna go in there and try to do somebody's design. I'm not gonna go in there and try to do what you do because that's not my place, that's not my position. And I dare not go over to somebody else's cubicle and move their things around when they've already got it in order, when they've already got it organized. It's the way that they want it. It's the way that it works for them. Hey, Aisha, Lord have mercy. That's right. Organize chaos. Organize chaos. And order and organize chaos leads to disorder confusion. I, I don't know that it sound right. It leads to disorder, confusion. That's what it leads to. So you have to make sure. You have to make sure that you have to make sure that you are making wise decisions, that you are making money moves. Now, see, I'm talking to the people who has an organization. I'm talking to people who has a business. I'm talking to people who, who, who knows how to organize. But I also want to talk to people who don't know how to organize who don't know how to put things in order, who don't know how to handle responsibility, who don't know how to say, listen, this is too much. I can't do this. That's who I'm talking to. Because you have to understand, it's just like he said, what happens when someone is out of order? You know what you got to do? You got to bring them back into order. You got to bring them back into place. You got to ask questions. Is this too much for you? Can you not handle this responsibility? Can I give it to somebody else and put you somewhere else? Because let me tell you something. When you when 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 a war breaks out and you have the Navy, the Army, the Marines, um, all of them, all of them. Be all you can be. You can't be all you can be if you're in a position that it's not for you. So what is what does the army got to do? They got to organize their line. What does the navy have to do? They got to organize their line. What does the marines have to do? They got to organize their line. They're gonna they're not gonna put the weak in the front. They're not, and it has nothing to do with favoritism. It has nothing to do with. Um, who you are friends with has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with we're trying to win a war. And we got to be organized. We got to know what we're doing. We got to know how to do this thing. We got to definitely be able to understand what's going on. Get out of your feelings. That's right. All of them play a role. Navy can't be Army. Army can't be Navy. The Marines can't be the Navy. But can they now can a Navy man come out and go to the army and learn? He sure can. But until then, he needs to keep his, his behind in the Navy and do his job. Take care of his responsibility. Know your role. Know your role before you roll. 
Know your role before you roll. Amen. So listen, it was a wise move by a wise man. It is good stewardship to be well organized. Can I say that again? It is good stewardship to be well organized. Everyone wants the title, but not the task. Come on, Aisha. That's it right there. And I'm sorry. And we that are wise have to be honest and say, listen, I can't put you over there. You're not organized right. Learn how to organize. Learn how to be. Learn how to be who you are. You, but do you want to learn to if do you want to learn this position? Then get the teaching and get the training that you need to be in this position for this place. But see, when you are, but when you when the question is asked, are you organized? What does that mean? Are you organized enough to know who needs to be in this place? Who needs to be in this position? Who need who do do you know? Have you checked their resources? Have you checked their references? Have you done a background check? Have you seen their work? You gotta you gotta prove your work. When I talk about my friend Edana and her business, that's what she does. She has a business where she come in, she organized your bedroom, organized your house. She's putting things in order. She's she's removing all that clutter. Y'all know how we do. We got closet. How many of you have a closet and it ain't organized? You got your shoes all over the place. You got listen. Now I let me say this. My my closet is organized. I have my skirts, I have my shirts, I have my dresses, I have my winter clothes, I have my jackets, I have my blue jean jackets together. Like I literally have all I got my boots in one area, I got my tennis shoes in one area, I got my heels in another area. I'm that's organized for me. Literally, that's organized for me. My only thing that's in my dresser drawers is pants and shorts and my pajamas and my underclothes. And in one drawer, it's just socks. And another drawer, it's just my 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 personals. <laughs> Let me just say it like that. In another drawer, I have my my um my wife beaters, my tank top. In another drawer, I have my slips and my stockings. In another drawer, I got some papers. Excuse what I'm saying, but there are some people that just got their drawers filled with everything. Once organized right, how do we keep it that way? Once you organize it that right, thank you, my closet. Yes, it is. Minister Laquanda, listen. Now I'm a, I'm organized, but she's organized though. Like she do she she there. Um, Brother Mo, listen. His question is, once organized right, how do we keep it that way? We have to maintain it. We have to maintain what we have organized. And there's nothing wrong letting people know this is where this goes. This is where that goes. We don't put this with this. How many? Listen, Holy Ghost, thank you, Jesus. How many of you have people when you go to the grocery store, they don't put their meat in the bag with any other any other groceries their meat is in their own separate place their bread is in their own separate place they don't put the freezer food with dry food their canned goods listen but again you have people that is just all over the place you have people just all over the place i just had this very conversation at work and you know what and work is the main place aisha well, people choose not to be organized. They're, 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 you go to their desk and you just be like, wow, do you have all this stuff that's out of place? But back to the question at hand, in order to maintain um, organized, and how do you keep it that way? You got to maintain it. You got to keep it clean. You got to keep it together. You have to do it. And especially if you are a boss that owns a business, especially when it's chemicals that are involved when you got ink that is involved you can't put certain things with certain things it's like when you go to the nail when you go to the nail salon they don't have certain chemicals lined up with stuff that's why their nail polishes is on the wall that's why they have swatches for you to look at so that you can tell them what you want and they will go get it if they weren't organized 
Everybody will be on the wall. Everybody will be in the place. Everybody will be trampling over everything. Are you organized? My closet is organized, but I just moved. Check that with me in a few months. <laughs> That's right, Tanika. That's it. And listen, it's hard. Brother Mo, to be honest, it's hard. It's hard to stay organized. I can clean my little cubicle area in a few days. It's like, how do it keep getting this way? But when I recognize when it's time to get it together, when I recognize it's time to clean it up, clean it up. Don't keep putting the task off. Don't keep putting the responsibility off. Listen, okay, Nat Natasha, she said, it would be nice to talk with someone about my bills and how much I make. Maybe someone with fresh eyes, clear sight on finances and budgeting. Listen, let me tell you something about when it comes to organizing your finances. And for some people, it's about sacrifice. It's about sacrifice. If you're trying to get somewhere, if you're trying to learn how to save money, it's about sacrifice. Not buying something that you don't need. Not buying something that you can wait a little longer or save until you get that money that's not going to pull from another area. It's And sometimes budgeting is looking at what you have. And yes, it is good to get somebody, Natasha, that's going to hold you accountable. But if you want to get somebody to hold you accountable, then you can't get mad when they're saying, no, you can't spend that. And I'm not telling you something that I've, that, that I've heard. I'm telling you something that I know. Because there was a time that where I would spend my money because I felt like it's my money. I can do what I want to do with it. And I'm going to use it to what I want to use it for. But then when I look up and be like, okay, but you're not even organized. You got shoes everywhere. You got clothes everywhere. Some of these clothes you're not, you've not even worn. So why would you even buy it? You haven't even worn it yet. Well, I might need it for a later event. Sometimes we have finances and we don't accept the responsibility of what we have until we no longer have what we need or we can no longer get what we want. Oh, Brother Mo, I know you know. Listen, bring them questions on because you know what? I know you know, but somebody don't know because I know you have a business and I know without a shadow of a doubt, you wouldn't be where you are today if you just allow people to come in and just be so disorganized, just be so out of order, not taking responsibility for what for their space, not doing what needs to be done. Listen, I said earlier, we making money moves. We making money moves. And I'm going to be honest. If you like me, ain't nobody finna come up and mess what I got going on. And I even had to tell that to some of my family members. You're not finna come over here and mess up what I got going on. You listen, you're gonna stay here. You gotta be clean. You gotta get yourself together. All this stuff can't be out of place. I don't I don't have a nasty house. I don't have a dirty house. And I'm not gonna let you come in and disorganize what I got organized. Cause at the end of the day, you're gonna be gone. And when you leave, then I'm gonna be stuck cleaning up what? Your mess what you didn't organize and i'm gonna find myself even when you're here putting things <coughs> thank you oh bless me excuse me are you i'll be finding myself cleaning up after you after you after you and after that we're not doing that we are grown so when i said earlier about the organization in your house when you have minor children you give them responsibility. You teach them how to organize. You teach them how to make their bed. You teach them how to put their shoes in one area, but you also allow them to find what works for them. And if it works for them, then you teach them still how to organize what works for them, but making sure that it's done though in a good manner, in a good way. And it's just not all over the place. I'd hate stuff under the bed hear me but if you're gonna if i'm gonna put something under the bed then get you a get you a bin get you a bin that's got a lid you want to put some your shoe put it in the bin put on a lid and put it in there because when you just put it under it's going to start being cluttered just put it in something are you organized i know but listen grandma i know you be praying i know you be praying aisha says when i trained the first question i asked if they left-handed or right because it makes a difference. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It does make a difference when you're right-handed and you're left-handed. It makes a difference when you're OCD and you're not OCD. It makes a difference when you are organizer and you're not an organizer. It makes a difference. 
So this is where I said, are you organized? Do you know who's in place? Do you know who they are? Do you know what they do? So that means you have to know so much about the people that you put in place. And that's what Solomon was a wise man. And the people that he put in place, he knew who they were. He knew the skills that they had. He knew the responsibilities that they needed. So good organization helps people work together in harmony and ensures that the desired goal will be reached. And that's the key. It to, or to be a great organizer is to work together. Does it fit together? Does it fit the need? Does it fit the purpose? Does it fit? And that's the question. So let me see where I'm at. Okay, verse 20, 1 Kings chapter 4, starting back at the 20th verse. It says, Judah and Israel were many as the sand, which is by the sea in multitude, eating and drinking and making merry. And Solomon reigned over all kingdoms from the river unto the land of the Philistines and unto the border of Egypt. They brought presents and served Solomon all the days of his life. And Solomon's provision, Solomon's provision, I cannot say this enough, Solomon's provision. That's right, Brother Mo. He was led by the Holy Spirit. And that's why people sold into Solomon. Solomon had so much wisdom. He was organized and he was a wise man. And so Solomon's provisions for one day was 30 measures of fine flour and three score measures of meal. That was 60 measures of meal. And let me let me tell you all something. When you are a great organizer, when you are a great person, when you have great wisdom, you will have great people that will work with you. You will have great people that will work for you. When you are organized, when you have your ducks in a row, when you know how to put some things in order, when you know how to recognize what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done. 23 says 10 fat oxen and 20 oxen out of the pastures and a hundred sheep beside hearts and robots and fellow deer and fatted fowl. For he had dominion over all the region on this side, the river, from Tipshah even to Azah, over all the kings on this side, the river. And he had peace on all sides round about him. When you are organized, you will have peace. Can I say that again? When you are organized, when you are organized, you will have peace. Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. Have you ever had a long, hard day Listen, have you ever had a long, hard day and you had came home and let's just say your, your, your bed spread, your sheets, they've been fresh, they, they've been washed, your bed is made, you've had a long, hard day, you come home, you take a shower, you put your clothes on, you put your pajamas on or just put something on just to get into your bed and you have the best sleep ever. Y'all hear me? You have the best sleep ever. How many of you, how many of you, when you are organized, when there's no clutter, when there are things that's not, a, not out of order, your, your bedroom is clean, your bed is made, you've taken a shower, you've got in your bed, and you feel at peace. It is the best sleep you'll ever have. But think about it. When you walk into your bedroom or walk into your living room or just walk into your house and things are just out of order, you can feel the chaos. You can feel the, uh, you just be like, oh, I just, uh, it's just too much. It's just too much. That's when you're, that's when nothing is organized. That's when things are out of order. That's when you feel the, the ickiness. 
But once you clean your entire house, you clean your bedroom, you're dusting, you're wiping things down, you're putting things in order, you're organizing your kitchen, you're rearranging things, you're throwing out the old and you're bringing in the new and you just feel this sense of newness, freshness, because things are organized, things are clean. Yes, and you come home to a clean smell, good house. Yes, God. It's just like you just now like, oh my God, it feels so. There's a difference. There is a difference. And if you've not experienced it, then I'm gonna need you to be an organizer. I'm gonna need you to organize some things. I'm gonna need you to get your house in order. I'm gonna need you to clean it up. <laughs> if you got some children and they just coming in and they bedroom looking like who did it and why, you need to get honey, get in there and clean this room and organize this room, put this thing, put this stuff together, clean this up. Cause listen, if you like me, we ain't going. Now that's a word for just life itself when dealing with life, exactly. When your life is organized, you feel at peace. When you are organized, you will have peace. Solomon had peace on all sides listen during solomon's reign each of the 12 tribes was responsible for providing food for the king's household for one month i, I need y'all to catch this since solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines not to mention children servants and livestock a lot of food was required the prophet Samuel had warned the people of heavy taxation, though, when they came to him begging for a king. Sometimes this is not what we're supposed to be doing. We don't need 700 concubines. We don't need 700 wives and husbands. We don't need all of these things if we just learn how to organize our life by the word of God. And I talked about it on yesterday about being unequally yoked because some of these things can be good, but it's harmful to your health. It's harmful to your life. It's harmful to your house. It's harmful to your foundation. It's harmful when you don't have the right people and you don't know who they are and you're connecting to these relationships and you're building these relationships with people who's not bringing responsibility. So when God gives you dominion over your house, when God gives you dominion over your business, when God gives you dominion over people, it's your responsibility to know who they are. It's your responsibility to know the place they need to be in. It's your responsibility to know what they do because everybody is not for you. Everybody isn't organized. Everybody isn't in order. Everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't do things in order. And that is what we have to understand. So listen, 25 says, and Judah and Israel dwelt safely, every man under the vine and under his fig tree, from Dan even to Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. And Solomon had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. <coughs> Excuse me. And those officers provided victual for King Solomon. And for all that came unto King Solomon's table, every man in his month, they lacked nothing. When you are organized, you will lack nothing. When you are organized, people will show favor to you. When you are organized, people will provide for you. When you are organized, people will bring things to you. When God, when you are organized, he said, listen, the word tells us if we are faithful over a few things, he'll make us ruler over many. But we got to be organized. We got to have wisdom. We got to know who's in place. We got to know who can handle the responsibility. 
Lord have mercy. I just said, I just said, that's why she prays for fruit because you can put a potato and an egg in the same water, but get a different result. That's it, Aisha. That's it. And when you are organized, you will have peace. You will not only have peace, but God will give you dominion over everything. Why? Because Solomon was famous for what? His wisdom. His wisdom. He made some mistakes marrying these women outside of God's will, outside of the line of God, outside the blood of God, outside the 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 um they were heathen women. They were heathen women who we were, were called to not serve any other God but the one true living God. And Solomon allowed these women to bring their gods into where Solomon was. When you when the thing when Solomon knew, he, he knew the testimonies of God, he knew the commandments of God. But your wisdom can also cause you to fall. Your wisdom can also cause you to fail. Your wisdom can also put you in a position that you were that you don't need to be in. Being wise is great, but you need to be wise with humility. You can't be wise and stubborn. You can't be wise and selfish. You can't be wise and rude. You can't be wise. You can't be wise and trying to serve God and serve mammon at the same time. You can't. You want dominion. You want peace. Be organized. Know what you're putting together. Know the know know how to build that solid foundation. Know that yeah, you people are giving and giving and giving, but then you turn around and you give back. Y'all don't hear me. Listen. 27 says, and those officers provided victual for King Solomon and for all that came into King Solomon's table. Every man in this month, they lacked nothing. Barley also and straw for the horses and, and dromedaries brought they unto the place where the officers were, every man according to his charge. Did not talk about the charge the other day. I, I, when I said, you need a charge. And this same thing today, when you are organized, you need responsibility. You need to be given a responsibility, but the responsibility that you're given to, you need to know how to organize. You need to know how to use wisdom. You need to, you want dominion over some things, you need wisdom. You need to be organized. You want dominion over some people, you need to be organized. You need wisdom. 29 says, and God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart even as the sand that is on the seashore and solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of egypt for he was wiser than all men you can be wiser than all men today but 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 have humility have humility be humble it says for the for he was wiser than all men then Ethan the Israelite and Heman and Shelko and Darda, the sons of Mahol, and his fame was in all nations round about. And he spake 3,000 proverbs, and his songs were a thousand and five. And he spake of trees from the cedar tree that is in Lebanon, even unto the hyssop that springeth out of the wall. He spake also of beasts and of fowl and of creeping things and of fishes. And 34 says, and there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kinds of the earth, which had heard of his wisdom. And I liked when Brother Mo asked earlier the question when he said, um, once organized right, how do we keep it that way? Because what we have to understand that people will be coming to see our businesses. People will be coming to see our homes. We have visitors. People come to our house. They come to our shops. They come to our businesses. And when they when they see how we are well organized, when they say when they see our employees being respectful and being in order and asking questions and making moves, they're going to ask you, "How do you do this? How do you maintain this? How do you get them to be on one accord? How do you get them to do this? How do you get them to respect you? 
wisdom. When you are organized and you have wisdom in your organizational skills, you help show others that same responsibility. You teach them, you show them, you lead by an example. You lead by an example. Listen, it talked about the book of Proverbs that Solomon had wrote. And it said that the book of Proverbs records many of these 3,000 wise Proverbs. Other biblical writings of Solomon include Psalms 72 and Psalms 127 and the books of Ecclesiastes and the Song of Solomon. Solomon had so much wisdom that he shared it. He didn't keep it to himself. He helped others. And in order for us to be organized, we must show others how they can be organized. If you know they're not organized, if you know they're not in order, if you know that they are out of order, show them what they must do. Teach them responsibility. Then allow them to know you can't be in this place until you learn this place. Lord have mercy. You can't be in this place until you learn this place. You can't be in this place until you learn this place. Solomon knew how to take heart. That's right. So during Solomon's reign, we have to understand that Solomon applied his wisdom and because he sought after God, the fruits of his wisdom were peace, security, and prosperity for the nation. Not just for his house, not just for his city, not just for his town, not just for his people, but for the whole entire nation. Solomon's era is often looked upon as the ideal of what any nation can become when united in trust and obedience to God. And that's it. Trust and obedience to God. I'm done with chapter four. Are you organized? Are you organized? When you are organized, you will have peace but you must know who's in place. You must know who they are and you must know what they do. In order for you to have dominion, in order for you to have people that's under you or walking with you, you can't have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. When you are organized, you cannot have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. When you have a business, you have, let me use Walgreens as an example, because I used to be assistant manager for Walgreens. You have your store manager, you have your executive assistant, and then you have your regular assistant. Now above the store manager, you have the regional manager, you have the district manager, you have people that are in a position, a specific position with a specific responsibility, and they are taught how to organize order. They are taught how to organize employees. They are taught how to organize their stores. They're taught how to organize their vendors. They're taught how to organize in order. And when things are out of order, you're going to have chaos and confusion. You're going to have damage and destruction because you got everybody trying to tell everybody something when something can be wrong because somebody is speaking out of turn. Someone is speaking out of order. Someone is speaking out of the line, out of the responsibility. That's why they tell you when you go to work, there is a chain of command. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is a chain of command. You want to be prosperous, be organized. You want to have the right security, be organized. You want to have peace, be organized. And don't let people come in and mess up what you have going on when you have organized your business. You've organized your home. You've organized your place. You've organized your peace. 
you've organized. I'm sounding the alarm on today. Are you organized? Are you organized? Solomon had a weakness. He allowed his wives to affect his loyalty to God. Your loyalty first is to God. Your life is organized first to God. Put him first and everything will be added unto you. That's right. In order to have wisdom, you must first have discernment to know who will help the ship and who will sink it. That's right. You need to know who to put in your boat and you need to know who to put out, out of your boat. You didn't know who to put in place and you didn't know who to pull out of position because of that place. Amen. So God bless you all. I thank you all for tuning in to Bible study brunch, sounding the alarm, reading the book of first Kings. Today's lesson, are you organized? Amen. So thank you all for tuning in. Know that I love you and God loves you more. And if it's the Lord's will and if the creek hadn't risen, I'll see you all tomorrow at 12 noon. Amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for following me as I follow the Lord. Amen. Amen. I love you too. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Laquanda. Thank you, Tanika. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God is so good. God is so good. And he is worthy to be praised. And I thank God for the wisdom that he has given to me and the knowledge to show me and the understanding for me to know to help you all. But I will see you all on tomorrow at 12 noon. Know again, know that I love you, but God loves you more. Amen. Amen.